podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday, episode 891 of Coach Unplugged our last day of kind of this coaching call i might do this again at some point i like i was telling you on on wednesday you know we did this gosh a week ago a week and a half ago and it ended up being like a three-hour call um that's why i schedule them at different times when i know i've got you know later in the evenings usually just so i know i have times around the weekends um but they're great i mean i it's a community i consider a bunch of them my friends um, come over and join us, become a better basketball coach, 14 day free trial as we exist. And like I've said before, in other podcasts, there's lots of options out there. There are more expensive ones there are cheaper ones. There are all sorts of them. Most of them are run by businessmen. Most of them are run by college coaches. Trust me, they are not. Um, this is, I, I'm a basketball coach who's running this. I know my stuff. We've won lots of games. Let me help you through this journey. Let all of us in teachhoops.com help us through this journey. Um, also, go over and check out Dr. Dish. They have completely revolutionized it. And I, I don't know who, what their engineers do, but for me to be able to take it up and put it down that fast, they, I don't know, they, there must be nuclear physicists or something. Go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Best deal out there that I can find. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Just like false motion. If they overplay one guy, somebody's usually open. We don't run a lot of complicated stuff because we tend to have kind of an interesting variety of players. Really smart and really not so smart. <laughs> well, that's the issue we find is like we don't have to be that great at basketball. You just have to be able to pass. Um, and we yeah. We really don't – we don't space and we don't pass the ball very well. So, that's that's really all it is. It doesn't have to be – I'm not going to find anything zone-wise that's going to, like, blow my mind. Uh, we're just trying to teach the girls, like, how to pass and how to move. Um, so. I want to find – let's see. I don't have these named. So, here's one that we actually – if you can drive, this is one that's just like that, but it's even better, I think. Of course, it's not loading. Wait, Brett, are you at Hensdale? Yeah, Hinsdale South. Oh, wow, okay. I'm from Peoria. Okay. I student-taught yeah. at Chillicothe. Oh, IBC? Yeah. I was actually at uh, – I don't know if you've heard of Quest Academy. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually coached there, so. Okay. I'm on the boys' side. I don't know why this is not loading all of a sudden. All right, so this play, same setup, 1-3-1. One, one. We run this versus man or zone, all right? So, same – and we stole this from the Houston Rockets. They just throw it to the wing and right back to the point guard and ball screen. We do switch wing. We, I guess we switch sides here. But he's going to throw it to the wing, right back to him, ball screen. And that's gave zone a ton of fits. And it might not score immediately, but it's gotten a ton of movement, like out of something really simple. Because we run a ton of these one three one zone sets. Like, this team was going to have it scouted really well. We just made one simple switch and run the same play, and they had no idea what to do. Um, but that's – trying to see – I don't have any of these other ones named. That's one of our big things against uh, zone C if this one has better ones in here. Or, like, we'll do really simple stuff where we're trying to flash a guy to the middle. We see a lot of zone. We see a lot of suburban teams that – 
that's the only way they can handle more athletic teams. Here's the same simple pop out. Like this year, we had four really good three-point shooters. So, yeah, in New York, we see a lot of that one-two-two as well. And uh, so that the matchup one-two-two is kind yeah. of trickling here a lot too. I had a couple things I was gonna. Oh, here's the Houston set. This one we'll run this against man or zone, but it's. Just simple, right back to him, ball screen. And it's it works even – if you have the post on the side you're driving to, it works even better. But my guy could never remember to be there. So here's the zone team. Just really, really simple. Yeah, that guy was too open to make it, right? Yeah. Now, it does help when you shoot 42% as a team from the three-point line like this year, but I've had plenty <laughs> of time. <laughs> That's why we were 30 and 3, so 42%. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah you win a lot of games that way. Oh, that's... Yeah, you win 30 games whenever yeah, you shoot yeah, that well. Yeah. I've literally been thinking about like this this season what can they do? Everybody should come back a better shooter. I'm not sure they will, but and teams just really struggle with like who guards who in a ball screen. That's why I'm when I we used to be really athletic in my old school and not very good at anything else, and we would even just throw it to the wing and follow with a ball screen. Right. And it, they had no idea what to do because nobody works on defending a ball screen. No, they don't. Like, and we would even do it. Turn around, and put this in my wife. So my daughter has ruined all of my race markers. So. <laughs> hey, coach, how many, how many threes would y'all shoot a game? Um, we, so here's our basic thing on offense. And I, we were talking about the Xavier newsletter earlier. I read in there about 10 or 15 years ago that kick out threes, like how much better they were. So we just, we try to chart kick out threes and we try to shoot, try to shoot as many kick out threes as possible. So it's pretty much so unlimited on that, but I would say we were probably shot 18 to 20 a game. Uh, we talked about like it, we had guys that bought into um, only shooting like smart three. Like every time you shot a stupid three, it was like killing your teammate who could hit 40%, you know, like, but that's a lot easier said than done a lot of times. But, um, and here's the zone one I was talking about earlier. Can you guys see this? Yeah. Yeah. So yes. this was the dumbest thing I've ever ran in my life, but it was so simple. <laughs> we would even run this out of, just a three out two in set versus three two and put guys at the dunker spot and we would literally just pass and when they go to their two three they'd come out and we'd literally just follow and ball screen and people had no idea what to do with it like no idea because the middle guy doesn't know who to defend at that point that's yeah. the problem i know so like free like all this all the complicated stuff didn't even matter because like we'd just come right off that ball screen somebody would help lay up for somebody that could it would be one of the, like yeah so all of a sudden if the other guy on offense kind of floats a little bit the top guy goes do i go with him or do yeah, i stay and stop to draw i mean i i know it's so simple but it works <laughs> and it's the um because we'll we played 33 games and we had 18 games this year without a practice before we played in the game. So we keep stuff really simple. I mean, my point guard got into University of Chicago and my center barely qualified for JUCO, all right? Which University is awesome. of Chicago is a really good school, if you don't know it. Very good school. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Very it's, good school. Uh, it's like an Ivy League school, basically. 
<laughs> I taught the school Plano where my average ACT score was about a 16. This was a perfect offense for us. The thing like, is, what's funny, what's funny about it too is like, here's, you watch all these YouTube videos about how to deal with screens and stuff. Are you kidding me? Like, we, we, we're going to like, we're going to switch every, I mean, you got to, we don't have enough time in a high school practice to deal with all the different reads about like what, you know, what happens. We were talking about what, what are the reads when you come off a screen for the offensive player? You can take the screen, you can reject the screen, right. And go the other way. Um, so that's what we're thinking about. We're trying to teach the guys like the guy with the ball. What do you do? Well, you take the screen. No, you fake and reject, or you just reject the screen. That's what we're trying to work on as a coaching staff right now. It's like, because that's what kids don't do. They just say, oh, there's a screen. I'm going to like, well, no, sometimes you can just, you can fake like you're taking it and reject it. This is that, this is that Houston play I was talking about. So we'll just throw it to the wing and follow versus zone. So if they're like in a two, three right here, of course, now the whole defense shifts over and we get it back. He's just going to ball screen. And they, he can really ball screen anyone. Like, it doesn't matter which person it is in the zone. And we're looking to drive. This person sunk in, and we've got him pinned right there. And just keeping it super, super simple. And, Steve, to your point on screens, that's why we switch all screens. And I just tell guys, just figure it out. <laughs> now I'm telling you, you I, I, we have been battling for five years on it. I think last year, the year before, we just like – we're just going to – like you and I have talked about this. It's like I had a little tiny point guard this year. And it's like, you know how many times he got posted up? Maybe once. Yeah. We're just, Same here. We had a 5'9 quick kid, and they would try to post him up every game and throw it out of bounds. Right. They're going to turn it over. The more they score, it's like I'm more worried about him getting on being in foul trouble. So we talk, I talked to him about how I want him to defend the post because I just don't want him to get stupid fouls down there. But um, – no, I'm I'm a I'm a hundred percent like you know why? Because it takes that off my list of things I gotta work on. Like we're just gonna switch all screens. We uh we all of our girls, all eight of our girls are about five eight, and uh there's no reason not to switch everything, but we have two girls that are really, really good at when they see a ball screen coming, they understand, hey, get into get into the ball handler and go and they actually get over top of it almost a hundred percent of the time because that ball handler is not doing a good enough job using the screen. Uh, but lately we've actually been, if they set really good screens, we blitz them. Um, and uh, and that's, we, that's our, that's our variation is we'll double them. Like we're going to switch it or we're going to come at you. Yes. We'll send, we'll send the heat and it's awesome. It, <laughs> I, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 go ahead, Brett. Can I share another one play here? This is another one I would run against yes. anything. All right, man zone, if you have multiple people again. Now, the first one here is not normal. Like for our, This is a freak kid I had here, and this is not an, even a normal play for him. But I've been blessed with some very good players. So we just have a fake handoff, and it, it's going to go into a different action here in a sec. So fake handoff, pin down. Just trying to drive right off of that. And we'll run it against man or zone. We call this L.A. We've been running it for over 10 years, and nobody stops it. Yeah, we run Except for us when we can't yeah. dribble. That's kind of like uh, – <laughs> yeah, like Usually that's the biggest problem. I love that play. I'm going to run this with my – I got a Division One point guard that's going to be a junior next year. I love that. And the ball will be right – he'll come off that. It'll be off ball. And it's 
the horn stuff is so good because like we'll play proviso east who's like crazy pressure and it gives they don't know how to defend bigs in that pass it's like they'll, they'll steal every guard pass we throw and just gets really good ball movement i've got like multiple years on here too of like these aren't all like my players this year even though i wish they were like we'll score like the kids love it like that's one of the things that, like when your kids really love a play that's what like we'll run the hell out of it because they know it's gonna work i like that floor yeah, it's really sharp floor. They we don't play there anymore, but that is one of the coolest gyms we've played in. I know. I'm looking at the crowds, going, "Oh, remember those days?" This this is definitely a sub team here, so this might be an interesting position. Oh, we just get easy ball movement because we only have on our offense. We only run like two or three simple cuts and just work on quick ball movement more than anything. I love the handoff too. I think it's just so, it's so hard for high school kids to defend. And I think we've got some pretty good – we run a lot of spacing sets. The other one I know I put online, but, like, of we run it all the time. What we call it Celtics, and it's literally the dumbest play ever, and it works all the time. Like, we just stack these guys up. Yeah, you've shown me this one. We're running this. I love that one. Show this. Show a couple reps of this one. Yeah, and I mean that. this team. This is a team we're playing. This is our this. rivalry school. They know this play, and they're really good on defense. And their coach is just like, "I hate you." And that twenty-three is a big boy. Hate you. Really, <laughs> he went to Iowa State. He's at UIC. If he could play guard, he would still be in the Big Twelve. Good, good, good banana cut. Hey, everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just real quick, quick shout out to our to. Um, Teachhoops.com, who allows us to keep this this thing going. You know, we're over 600 and almost 700 podcasts. Um, go over and support us. And by supporting Teachhoops.com, they allow us to do this. Go over and subscribe um, wherever you uh, like this and leave a review. Those five-star reviews do me a lot. They, I, I know they take time to fill out and do, um, and they mean a ton to, to me and um, to everyone that, that helps us here uh, at Coach Market. So, uh, yeah, let's head back to the podcast. Teams just don't know exactly what my point guard there that year was really so good. what's the key to that play a good point guard you know that's the other thing like we've ran it without a great point guard and the spacing's just so good it makes them pretty good this kid was just like six you gotta have four. shooters in the corners probably yeah. though huh yeah so like the kid over there in the left corner just graduated he was a sophomore in this i mean he's making anything you leave him on and we try to put – the kids fight over who gets to stand at the free throw line in this play. But then we'll even throw – I've got I've got a couple of different versions of it too that uh, – let me see here. I've got so much stuff in here. You've been cleaning house. I haven't cleaned my huddle up at all recently. The uh, – well, they tried making me delete a bunch of stuff. Why would they do that? I don't know. All of a sudden it was randomly saying that we I had to delete, but then it got rid of it. So here we took the same play because we were playing a team we were way better than, but they scout the hell out of us. So we took it and just moved to the side, and they had no idea what to do. So we just ran it over on the side. I love the, the spacing of the guys in the kills people. Too. I mean, this was our How offense. Do people stop more... you? How do people stop you on that? So, um, wanna... so what people have done is though, let's see, this might be a good one. So they'll put like the on uh, the point guards defender like at the free throw line a lot of times, or they'll run somebody at him. Okay. 
or not, let's see, they'll, yeah, they'll switch it. They'll really try to attack us right at the free throw line and not leave in the corners and do that. So they'll stay um, out on the corners. And that's, that's when this year we didn't have anybody that could throw the lob to my big kid because as a junior, he had like 50 something lob dunks. And this year he had two. Right. Um, we didn't have anybody that could throw it, but we would get that. Um, some teams kind of figured out that we couldn't um, throw it. Like they just, we wouldn't give him the ball there quite as much. Much. They deny that, but they push him. I'm just trying to think if you run that, how do you stop it? That's, that's the, uh, that's the thing that we've been pretty good about. Of Like it just really takes, and we'll run a ton of simple stuff. Like here, just middle ball screen. It's the hardest thing in basketball to defend two shooters in the corner. Just really trying to do simple stuff. Yeah. You got to have the two shooters. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I've, I like doing stuff that nobody else does. Yeah, I do too. The, um, like we've ran this Yukon handoff play for years where we just come right off that guy. We're just running right off of a handoff at the top of the key. We'll even switch sides. They don't necessarily know what to do on that. So I think you got to get space for your girls to be able to attack like that. Corey. Like somebody was showing the um, the inbounds play earlier. We literally ran this for ninety percent of our inbounds plays this year. We just I think it's an NBA play. We call it NBA. We get zoned so much though. Three guys across the baseline, and they. It's supposed to be a double screen, but we just read off of it quite a bit. Like if he's getting overplayed, I like three guys at the. I like three guys at the elbow at the free throw line. We run a lot. Of, we run sets out of that because it leaves space. I mean, this is like we won't necessarily always get a shot, but it immediately gets the defense moving. Like this is our first round regional game. These guys weren't that great but like we're immediately moving the basketball and it helps when you have guys that can do that do that oh. <laughs> I, I really, really love your variation with the handoff and the fake handoff i Just do i like that too don't make them they can't commit because i think especially in high school kids like they get photographic memories where they're like oh i saw right, coach talk, coach coach spent the week working on the handoff yeah. it's like well he didn't do the handoff he faked oh, it yeah, he took yeah. it himself i know i know especially Guys that could drive down the rain and gah, 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 and uh, <laughs> that helps no, too. Like here's that. here's another one. This is one that a coach was like, "I hate you for running this play." We had five guards, and two of them could not do anything but shoot. Like one of them literally looked like Pedro from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> People would always be sing like saying that to him, but he could just nail corner three. Coach, you got to write a book, man. <laughs> You missed it, Steve. He was talking about how dumb his post player was for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 did, he barely qualified to Vincennes Junior College. Uh, yeah. Well, that was, that was the nice way you put it. But you could nice a rant before that. <laughs> so we would put – I'm talking like volleyball line high right here. And we would just weave these three guys. And, like, I had quick – like, we, my old school was like 80% Hispanic. Right. We did these tiny little guards that were just quick as snap. It could not like pivot at all. So we right. started doing a ton of dribble drive, and they're just weaving whatever until it breaks. And they're trying to get right in here. And basically, if you have two shooters, they have no idea what to do. 
on those two spots because they eventually, if they leave, just kick it out. We would put – we had one kid that plays for the Denver Broncos. Now, he wasn't a great basketball player, but he could dunk the hell out of the ball, and we would put him in that low post spot. Corey, with your girls, with your girls, if you get a lead, could you pull teams out? Yeah, so we uh, against against that team that I was just talking about. We uh, we took like a eighteen point lead, and they were in a they were in a two three zone, and uh, we run a play called X, which we run it against Manor zone. Basically, you have girls in each corner, and then you have a girl at uh, like in between the free throw line and the three point line. Basically, as as spaced out as we can get in the half court. And most people would be like, "Oh, never put a girl with the ball in the corner," but we uh, we just space it out as far as we can. And, and the coach started yelling like he started getting, <laughs> he started yelling at me. He's like, "Let's play basketball." I'm like, "Well, you're the one playing zone." I, I, <laughs> Did he come out of it? Yeah, he he had to come out of it. And then that's the thing is like we we just set that person in the middle just sets a high ball screen, and then we just attack downhill and kick out to our shooters. But like I said, if, if people played man, then we could do that. But no one plays man against us. Cause There's your no shot clock reason right there. There's your no shot clock reason right there. Yeah. Right. Well, we have uh, we pretty much have five <laughs> athletic girls um, that can dribble and attack. And so everybody looks at us and they're like, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and play zone. Um, and uh, so. Can you, do you have a lot of girls that can dribble a basketball? Uh, out of the five that we play, for the most part, um, I would say three of them can dribble pretty well. Like, have you ever like continuity ball screen man versus zone? Like something that that just like your kids don't even care if they're in man or zone. Like, there's some <laughs> really simple ones out there that are like even like three out. I have a three out two in continuity ball screen that's designed for like kids that can't run anything that. <laughs> No, but I mean, I think I think the key, Corey, is you want to run it against man or zone. Like we're this is just what we're gonna run. Like yeah. you know, because otherwise they're probably getting stagnant. They're probably standing. They're probably not doing anything. Yeah, I mean, from being being from in the Midwest, uh, especially, I want to be like a program guy and a guy that has all these sets. But with the kids that we have this year, it's like we just have to wait. You know, we have to wait till we get you know a little more. Right, you got to well, you got to put where your feet. You're, first of all, it's similar to what I was saying. This year is a different year. Like this doesn't count. Like half of us aren't even playing. Like yeah, yeah. this year is so like I don't even. I'm putting it over there on the like shelf. It doesn't like. Don't think you got to get some. You got to get some win. I mean, <laughs> we used to run, and this this is another one I loved. We would throw the ball here, and it might not even be a screen of its zone, and he would come in here and point guard just cuts to the to the block come off the ball screen roll point guard comes right back up whatever post is opposite comes right back out ball screens whoever threw that pass over here cuts to the block and it's just constantly new screener and a shooter coming right up behind the screen and think about that against a two three that would work perfect against a two three except they'd be setting the screen on that top elbow guy And it's three guards, two posts, and they only have to know two jobs, which is what I found to be really simple. Hey, you're either screening or you are doing this simple action, which is if you threw the ball to the wing. Okay, you're going to – Corey's trying to write this down, so you're going to have to either send it to him or – I just just wanted to know what the – so after the point guard passes the wing, he cuts down to the ball side block. Yeah, I can share it on uh, fast draw here. 
Just don't make fun of me for all the uh, fast draw stuff that I have. Let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll harass him to send me a PDF too. So we can put it in the file thing. And I love calling things by names that people like, I call this Kansas. So as soon as we call it out, everybody would yell high, low. Right. And I low at all. So here's basically, I think you guys can see that. Yeah. So point guard throws it to the, to the wing and he's getting And I have this, I don't know why I have him going to the corner because he does not go to the corner. Okay. Here's the better one. Point guard throws it to the wing and he's just going to cut to the ball side block. Opposite post screen comes screaming out for a ball screen. The shooter, he's going to roll after the screen, and the shooter comes right back up to the top. And we get that action a lot, throwing it back to one for a three. If the ball goes to the other side, same action. Opposite side post comes screaming out for a ball screen. Passer goes to the block. We just keep hey, go working. back, go back down to that one. So if you look at that, it's working perfect. He's just gonna that five is just gonna set if it's a two three, it's just gonna set that screen on that top person. That four is going out. All the spots are perfect for a two three, which is you probably what you're seeing. Frame that second frame. Can you go up one more? Yeah. Looking okay. So the four sets the ball screen across for the five who comes up and sets a ball screen. I got you. Perfect. I might even have this. Uh, yep. I even made it out of like four high. I tend to have uh, – I used to not have a life at all. So <laughs> PK, I refer to that as PK, pre-kids, pre-kids. Yeah. I waited until I was 37 to get married, so I, I'll send – I can put this in right now. Yeah, you can maybe be able to put it in the chat. If not, you, I'm sure – I'm going to post this on, the, our, on our private Facebook group so people that want to watch this can. Next, sure time, people... next time we all meet, I'm hoping to show you guys some video of us running this play. Get a shout-out to Coach Moore. It's uh, I hope we meet before the middle of January or February <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> next year, I'm hoping to play next year in Chicago. I I'm as about as optimistic as you, for you to play as me. I don't think you're gonna play. We our health, our school, our state has already said that some places might play. Our conference has said that it's uh, if the health department says. If the health department won't say absolutely yes, we're not playing. We're so. not playing. Yeah, that's the way it is with us. Probably 80% of our state's playing and we're not. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, if it's a big city in Wisconsin, we're not playing. Milwaukee, Madison, Kenosha. If anybody wants to see any of this stuff, you can reach out to me and I'll share. I have literally nothing to do. <laughs> break other than uh, – <laughs> Other than be with my kids, when I my wife had to go back to work yesterday. Oh gosh! And I thought I was gonna die being at home with two kids. By myself. <laughs> well, let's plan on next Tuesday and let's come up with some ideas. Like, what do we want to talk about? The theme, I guess, is what let's the come up with a theme for next Tuesday. I'm up for anything, and then we can all come with something um, to share. That should work. Okay. Let's put it in the chat. Google Drive. There it goes. Did everybody get that? Let's see. It's over there. He put it in this Google Drive. Look at that. Whenever, like my coach, my assistant coach took over for me at my old school, and when we're both really struggling, like one of us all of a sudden will run that play and be like, God damn it, it still works. <laughs> like it's, and it's so, – Can you put your plays in? You put Kansas in. Can you put that – what was that high – that – um. What'd you call that one? The, the one with the two guys high. Oh, Celtics. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I think I put my... it as tandem on Facebook, but I've oh, you put it on I tandem. saw that on Facebook. I wa- I saw that you posted that. But and we have call uh, it Kansas, right? He's got to call it Kansas, so he runs it. Well, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it more. <laughs> yeah, more. <laughs> I Steve was talking about naming plays. I learned the wrong way to not let your kids name plays because they no. would just try to name it stuff that I would never want to call well, out. I, it's more like it's more I got to remember it because as I get older, I forget it. It's like I don't. I'll call it high low. I don't care. I had my eighth grade. I had one of my eighth grade girls who plays varsity trying to name our plays Chicken Nugget. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just crazy stuff like that, Steve. I got to deal with the immaturity, oh you know. Well, trust me, I get it. Listen, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm in my house with a 16 year old girl. I get it. I'm like, hey, listen, we're not gonna call it chicken nugget, but thanks. Chicken nugget. She wants us to to create a play that's called chicken nugget. I would tell them design it. Let's see. Let me yeah, see what it looks like. Let me see what a chicken nugget looks like for a play. No, it's every play that I've ever put in. They're like, can we call that one chicken nugget? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> that's to be a reason behind it. <laughs> yeah, we called our uh, we called our one three one press pizza. Because it, you know, it makes like the triangle when you make the trap. Oh, that's good. I like that. And I would remember that. that. Was a, yeah. So I'd, I'd yell, pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> and then, and like the team, what's on my foot? Pizza. All right, I'll put this. So I am going to go eat. I haven't actually eaten dinner. So uh, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.